Happy holidays, everybody. We are back. I know it's been several months since we posted anything, any podcast, anything along those lines. But um, if you don't know, Nikki and myself, you know, we got multiple projects that we do outside of Dream Young Arts and Media. Not saying that Dream Young Arts and Media is not important, but we got to do what we got to do, you know. Um, so please forgive us for not posting as frequently as we should be posting. However, you know, we are back now and we got some new um, things in store for you guys. So, All right. So this morning we did attend Breakfast with Santa where we were the honorary nonprofit of the year for their organization where they were going to donate to a charitable organization and they chose us. So we're very humbled and we're happy. And we want to thank St. John's Catholic Church here in Valdosta, Georgia. Yep. We want to thank KFC Auxiliary, KFC Women's Auxiliary. And we also want to give a big thanks to um, nice Knights Columbus. of Columbus. Yeah. Knights of Columbus and um, here in Valdosta, Georgia as well. So locally, uh, we are actually, you know, going into the community. We're actually meeting people and we're doing big things. And we're so excited with um, all the people we've been meeting. So, yeah, we've been doing some local work. Right. So it hasn't been on screen. It hasn't been something that we publicize, but um, but today at the event, we were able to bless a lot of people with mm-hmm. some free t-shirts, with free socks, free toys for the kids, and just seeing everybody enjoying each other, family, um, fathers, mothers, kids are coming up to us and just excited about what we're doing and what our mission is. It was just um, a fabulous event. So right. I loved it. Right. So Very did I. So did that. I. And we want to thank Patty Martin and Don Martin and everyone associated with uh, KFC Women's Auxiliary. And Michelle for all the graphics. Oh, oh Michelle's with, with Women's Auxiliary. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so Michelle and did yeah. the flyers and Thanks everything. Thanks so to cool. Michelle, you, uh, who completed all the flyers, all the marketing. Um, so she did a great job. Everyone did a great job. Everyone volunteered. So this is mostly volunteer work. So everyone is putting in um, work on their time. Us exactly. as well. Yeah. And so one of our goals for now moving forward is to kind of switch up the content just a little bit. So we've been doing strictly podcasts, interviewing guests. Um, that's video podcasts. And we've also been, of course, having our podcasts on multiple streaming platforms. Right, right now, we kind of want to mix it up. So we're going to be doing some reaction videos moving forward. We're going to include some cooking videos as well. And we got some more ideas that we're playing around with, but we want to wait to kind of surprise you guys if that's going to be something that we're going to add to our plate. But right now, today, we're going to do a reaction video. We're going to react to a video that Nikki chose. I have not seen it yet, so she chose this, and, you know, she's going to surprise me with the whole with, with the whole thing. So. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did watch majority of it, so he's going to be a little more surprised than me. Yeah, yeah. All right. But we're, we're both going to be surprised of the outcome. And let us know if you guys enjoy content like this, if we should continue to make content like this, or you know, or if you have any other di- ideas on what type of content we should be making, give us those ideas as well. We're just trying to grow, right. you know, so just, just help us with those, um, those creative ideas. So we're going to get into the video right now. So let's start from the TLP, and here we go. All right, so the video is titled, 12-year-old special needs child strip searched at school without consent from the parents. That title alone is already giving me the, um, 
the eebie-jeebies. Right. <laughs> it's already right. kind of giving me... I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it's just kind of already giving me a certain energy. Just a 12-year-old child of special needs being strip searched at school. Just that alone is enough for me to kind of get a little uncomfortable. But let's see what happens, guys. Um, so check it out. And the mother of a special needs 12-year-old boy says her son was strip searched at school without her consent. She says a gun accusation prompted school officials to strip search a 12-year-old child on more than one occasion. This happened at the Mount Pleasant School District in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. That's about 70 miles north of Lansing. Johnson says her son was diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. I have to stop this for just for one second. So this kid has been strip searched multiple times right that's an issue because what happened when it happened the first time what was the recourse what 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 type of discipline happened to those instructors or that school at that point so i have that kind of question just more than the once you know honestly i didn't catch that yeah when i watched it the yeah, first time. oppositional oh. deficit disorder and depression all conditions with attention deficit disorder, oppositional deficit disorder, and depression, all conditions he says that are documented in his independent education plan. Wow. The lawsuit also states Johnson has been a victim of racial harassment and bullying in his predominantly white middle school. As punishment, oh. after the strip search, Johnson was then sent to an isolated room, which is a violation due to his disorder. The family is now seeking $2 million in damages from the district. You know, I don't think any child should be strip searched, let alone uh, a special needs 12 year old. Uh, there's a, there's so many different um, issues with what's happening mm -hmm. right here. Uh, one, it's happened multiple times. Two, why would you suspect this young child um, that you have his, his educational report? You have you the it's on record that he has mental illnesses. Um, what would make you believe that he has a gun? And why wasn't his mother notified the first time if you thought that? I mean, there's just so many questions. But strip searching a 12-year-old child yeah. with or without special needs is never okay. It's never okay. You know, and being a parent, like, what does that do to the parent? What does that do to the child if that happens continuously over and over again? And if we're doing that to 12-year-olds, are TSAs going to start doing that at the airport? Mm -hmm. Are we just going to start strip searching everyone? That makes mm -hmm. no sense at all that it got to that point. And I think there's definitely more to it to the story that's going to mm -hmm. come out. For sure. You know, I think that one of the biggest problems that I have for sure is the parent not being alerted right away. Both of you guys have uh, young children in school. I would be mortified mortified to know that something like this happened. Uh, the mother didn't find out about this until the young boy text the mom like, hey, I'm in a, I'm in a secluded area right now and I can, only no leave chair, this, no I can literally only leave this room to go to the bathroom. Also, the mother's upset because they didn't clear up the rumor about him not having a gun. Mm -hmm. So now he's not able to enroll in any other school. So this is like they moved out of the district i mean this She's is like an ongoing yeah this is an yeah. ongoing situation that he's gonna have to deal with i mean the trauma on top of the what he's already diagnosed with i just can't even imagine what this family and this young boy is going through right now mm -hmm. yeah wow so i got a lot to say about that i got a lot to say about that um everybody that spoke on that topic during that you know video they're 100 on point Excellent. with their views yeah. um wow um a kid being strip searched to begin with with a disability or special need or not that's an issue. Because who's strip, who strip searching this kid? An adult? A widow? Uh, a male teacher is strip searching a female kid? Or a female teacher Security? is strip searching a... a right. What's going on there with the strip searching? Mm -hmm. why, why that approach? Right. Were the cops involved? And if the cops were involved in the whole equation, how did that play out? The biggest thing that stood out to me during this video is that the kid, everything was documented. His special needs were documented. They had the, the files. They had the information to 
to know how to approach him, to have the proper teachers working with him, you know, to have the proper staff working with him as well. So, I mean, it's just, I'm totally confused about that. I just need to hear more about how everything played out, but I do think that the parents do have a lawsuit. So they, basically someone called about a gun? So we're going to have to maybe do a part two on this because yeah. the, she mentioned a gun. So so, so, so you want to bring it back? Let's bring it back a little bring bit. I want to back. Maybe we missed something. Yeah, let me, let me hear from the top again. Her son was strip searched at school without her consent. She says a gun accusation promit, prompted gun school officials to oh, strip a search accusation. a 12-year-old child on more than one occasion. This happened at the Mount Pleasant School District. It could have been a dang water gun. He's a kid. He's 12 years old with a disability. But it still warrants. Some it, kind it, of investigation. It, 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 warrants, it warrants an investigation, but it warrants an investigation that a strip search. They normally, if if a, if a cop pat. thinks that, yeah, a pat down, right? A cop normally would pat you down. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, true story. Um, so basically, I, I, well, we know someone uh, that um, has a child with ADD. And then it, it's true every day when we would pick him up from school, if I would go with her, we would have to pat him down. We yeah, did. Yeah. We did. I mean, that's, that's because he would he would steal. He would steal from other students. He would steal from the teacher even. Mm. Any mm. anything he could get his hands on, he honestly he would steal it. And so before we let him into the car, we would or as soon as he got in the car, sometimes we would <laughs> we would pat mm. him down. Even and then we would find stuff in his shoes, in his socks, in his. So I'm not saying. I, I mean, I I don't know what I'm saying, <laughs> but I get it because uh, if he was if he had a tendency to steal, okay, then and maybe he always stole. Then, but I don't warrant a strip search. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. I was in a situation, you know, you know, with who, and we had to pat him down. Every it, doesn't, day. it doesn't matter if if you think that somebody has a gun, and they're a minor. Even with adults that have guns, they use metal detectors. They have the portable metal detectors. They say, hey, you know, they'll they'll reach you up and down and say, even when you're walking into a club, do if I walk into a club and I, if I do got a firearm on me. They'll, they'll know it because they got metal detectors or they do the metal. Well, some clubs don't even search, but you get what I'm saying. But they have the technology to right, do it without a strip right, search. Right. This kid has rights as well. And the fact that he's 12 years old and he's in a system for a special need. Absolutely. He has, he has documented proof that he has some challenges. Right. So it's the school's responsibility to have staff that can deal with some students with those type of challenges. They right? didn't give us enough information. Like, yeah, they, why, why not, did the school? This is not the first time. Exactly, they should, exactly. Should which is what happened during the first one. Did, did they catch a gun and now they're right. extra worried on the second? On, 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 you know, on the second issue during the second mm. issue. Is that? Was, it, I, it, or maybe some other type of weapon, a knife. Yeah. You know, because we've also caught him with forks in his uh, waistband yeah, when we I were mean, searching him. Yeah. Uh, we didn't strip search him. We didn't, gotta, I don't think it's necessary to strip search him. You can pat him down. Not, what, a key point that she just mentioned, and I, I want to bring that, I want to play it right now. Okay. But a key point that she mentioned is that he was being bullied. When I was going through that in my elementary school years. That's true Right? Too. You, you kind of get creative about what kind of weapons you bring with you to protect yourself from a group of guys that are trying to jump you. Yes. Or hurt you. Yes. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. And so then it becomes this thing where it's like every morning you go to school, you have this anxiety going to school. So you try to find ways to leverage the playing field because it might be four or five guys that are trying to jump you for whatever reason. 
So who knows what his challenges were at that time because he had those disabilities. And what they, he element. can't understand the concept of, okay, if I stab this student, he might die or exactly. it's fight or flight. Right? Yeah, it's basically it's basically survival right. at the end of the day. Right, right. I'm tired of being punched. I'm tired of being kicked. I'm tired of being hit. And I'm going to start defending myself because that's the only thing I know to do. So it's a lot of questions I have about this. I would love to hear from the parents, but let's just right. go ahead and look at this again yeah. and see if we can touch right. on that. Um, touching on all the points. In Mount Pleasant, Michigan, that's about 70 miles north of Lansing. Johnson says her son was diagnosed with attention deficit disorder, oppositional deficit disorder, and depression, all conditions she says that are documented in his independent education plan. The lawsuit also states Johnson has been a victim of racial harassment and bullying in his predominantly white middle school. As punishment, after the strip search, Johnson was then sent to an isolated room, which is a violation due to his disorder. The family is now seeking two million dollars in damages from the district. You know, I yeah, that, wow. that 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 was um on point because did he have a gun or didn't he have a gun? That would be so a questions. critical question, right? Yes or no? Was he guilty of what they accused him of or not? Could could it be a situation? And this is just a you know hypothesis. Um, could it be a situation where the kid might have been problematic from the standpoint that he had special needs? Right. He was getting bullied. Right. So he was always like um in a position of like creating more drama for the teachers and the staff that had to deal with him. Right. And they were trying to find a way to get rid of him out of the equation. Right. right. Um that's something that's kinda on my mind. Like, you know, if you're getting bullied and you're always the one coming to the principal's office with the bloody, you know, nose or what have right. you, is that a problem? Um, also, we have to have these special teachers just to cater to you what your disabilities right. are. Yes. Has that was it maybe he was a problem child for the school? Yeah. Well, in my experience, um, the friend of mine that had the child that had ADD, he um, he was violent. He stole. He had a, how do you say that, like sexual... They Challenges. have a chain. Right, but it was like, so, it was like not a healthy... Yeah. You know, so it, it so it was a couple things there, and then normally uh, the the fact that he was violent, he would bring forks, anything, butter knife, whatever we would find on him. So it it, it made us believe that one day he would hurt someone. Yeah. So then even before he went to school, it would be a whole pat, a whole pat down. You know, of course not at the school, and sometimes we would have to. He got so good that we would have to do it. Before he got in the car, because once he was sitting down, we couldn't do his backside, and that's where he would actually yeah. So put the yeah yeah the I get stolen that. items or I get whatever. That. It was. I get that, but it, it once again we, we already know that every disability kind of like it happens on a spectrum. There's some extreme ex extreme cases and not so extreme cases based on the individual, right? So in that scenario, that might have been extreme for that particular kid who had that challenge, right? Because mm -hmm. he was into criminal activity, he was into sexual activity, right. um, he was and into, you know, say that he would uh, steal um, his mother's underwear. Exactly. Anyone's, anyone's underwear that that's, he found, he would steal. That, that's cool, but we don't know that about this kid. Right. This kid might have been the best version True. of a person with a special right. needs. Who well, I'm just not. giving my experience yeah. because it, it, it's similar where he was a problem child, he was always getting in trouble. He was always stealing. He was always lying. He was still food. He was still, they would have to put locks on the fridge. I, I mean, that. I'm not saying he, you know, still. And then he was in therapy. He was on Medicaid. It was no, nothing basically was, um, I guess, dissolving the situation. Yeah, I, I, and I get what you're saying. However, that 
that could be the situation with this kid. Right, but, but could not be. Could not be the situation with sure. this kid. That's my point. Right. Is that I understand what that situation was. Right. And we know the history of that situation. So, yeah, those things had to be done. But did this kid have history like that? You know, um, that's what we need to kind of find out more about. So right. I think we do need to kind of look into this a little bit right. more. Maybe do a part two and see right. what happens um, on the back end. Right. Or situations like this, because in our dealings, when they become adults, it carries on. Then police get involved and the police don't really realize that they're a high functioning person who has a developmental disability yeah, absolutely. and is not absolutely. a true criminal or but is just doing criminal acts yeah. because yeah. they don't know any better or they can't really. There's a fine line there. You made a good point, actually, because when you're in school, you have these educators right. who are. Who are qualified to deal with people with different IQ levels, different mental levels, and things like that? Um, but mm-hmm. these police officers who are on right, the street, right? They deal with a criminal as a criminal, and that's it. Sure. They don't look at what their what their you know mental challenges and emotional exactly. challenges might be. Exactly. So teachers will give you that grace, but a police officer might not give you that grace because their life is on the line at right, this point. Right. Right. So that's a whole other topic right. that I think we can kind of revisit and circle the wagon and kind of look at that again. But um, at the end of the day, um, that, that that's a very valid point. Yeah. And another human being. Like mm-hmm. you go to a store and you interact with someone who is being yeah. violent. So the first thing you're going to do is maybe retaliate or stand your ground. Yeah. And this person has a developmental disability. And you and I, we know, we know the traits. We know yeah. the characteristics. But a, a regular person out there yeah. may not... You know, be susceptible to just saying, "Oh, oh, that person has ADD." I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna just walk away. It makes versus, sense. You know, it makes sense. It's almost like um, when we was coming up, you you were almost trained in your household. This is how you treat a woman, and this is how you treat a man, or this is how you treat your grandmother, and this is how you treat your mom. But in our households, we were never trained to say, "This is how you treat a person with a special needs or like or with Down syndrome or autism," mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's so it's so vast of a pool right. that it's no way to train any one person to know how to deal in all those scenarios but we just have to look out for the cues right you know um and just kind of keep our eyes open in regards to that so um and now that it's it's more prevalent in society where more people are have autism or diagnosed with autism and and anything under the spectrum um down syndrome etc um, or even a mild mental retardation. Yeah. You don't, sometimes you don't know that this person is mildly. Remember, you mentally. can't mention that anymore. Well, it's, but it's still Intellectual is classified. Disability. Intellectual no, disability. But scientifically, is it is classified as mental retardation. When we get their support plan, it doesn't say it, that it says mental retardation. Yeah, I, it I, does. I, I understand what it says on the paperwork, but. This you know, is from, you know, their medical, their physician. Society prefers intellectual right. disability. Right. But yes, it is the new term is intellectual disability. But when you get that document, that support plan, it does not say intellectual disability. It yeah. says uh, attention deficit. It says um, um, mental retardation. It does not say just yeah. a, you know. Yeah, support plans that we've seen. Some states might be doing it different, but in Florida, that's in that's Florida, been our experience. Right. Um, if, if you guys want to chime in on that, if uh, any support, any support um, um, coordinators out there, any service providers out there, if you want to chime in on what's being done in your state or your city, let us know. But um, maybe things will change moving forward. But right. um, that's kind of where we at. That's why we do what we do. Right. Because we're trying to we're trying to unravel all the confusion behind Absolutely. the special needs community right. and why it's this disconnect. 
from from people who are not within the special needs community. Yes. So, and then when also when we go into the community with them and we have to go to their doctor's appointments, um, the first thing the doctor says is, oh, okay, so what is her disability or what is his or her? And then we have to say exactly what's on the support yeah. plan. We can't say, oh, they're intellectually different. No, we have to say, okay, this is, um, you know, Asperger's, this is Down syndrome, this is mental retardation, and that's exactly. And sometimes when you're around them, you don't want to say, oh, they have a, a mental retardation, you know, which is which is difficult for the person, the caregiver, yeah. or the person who's actually helping them, you know, through life, or their life coach is what, you know, basically what we were. So. I, I think that was a good video. Um, 12-year-old special needs kids strip search at school without consent. Um, that, to me, they should have put him in a room, isolated him with a security guard on the outside of the room, called his parent, let the parent be on site and say, hey, we think your son has a gun. Um, how should we proceed? How should we handle this with the parent's involvement? The but they're saying the that isolating them was wrong. You know that. I know, when but they're isolated, they panic. It doesn't matter. Um, if you think that somebody has a gun, they have a special need. Isolate that person to the best of your ability at the time. Contact their parent and have everybody, all supporting staff, available at the time to try to rectify the situation. So to don't get touch them. They could just, if they have, God forbid, they have a gun on them. And then you don't want to touch them. You want to call their parent. No, a pat down. I'm okay, talking about a sure. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. just don't do anything. No, I'm saying a kid, uh, you think a kid has a gun in the school. Right. The teachers have a right. Security right. has a right to say, hey, I'm going to pat you down. Absolutely. I don't feel a gun on you. I'm, 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 I'm going to take your book bag from sure. you. Yeah. And I'm going to isolate the book bag as well from you. And I'm going to put yeah. you in this room separate from the rest of the main, uh, or, 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 the, or the general population. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. And then you contact the parents. Have the parents come down to the school. Yes. Right? Yes. And then at that point, you proceed with the parents' consent. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So mm -hmm. that's it, guys. Um, You know, this was like our first reaction video. Um, I think it was a great topic. I think it's a great way to kind of like just express some of our internal thoughts about certain things that are going on worldwide. Um, it's not just a... Uh, a, a U.S. thing. Uh, obviously, it's a worldwide thing, and we're going to continue right. to try to bring you content like this, and and to really make this conversation go further. I think having you guys chime in would be a plus. All right, and basically, comment down below. Comment. Give us give us your thoughts about what you think. Do you think that they should have been strip searched, pat searched, what whatever it is? Should the child have been um, secluded? from everyone else or should they have just been allowed to maybe be a quick pat search and go back just give us your opinion your ideas you know tell us what's on your mind and uh, we'll have a discussion we'll be glad when we have our part two we're going to find out more mm -hmm. and then we can all engage in a conversation 100 yes. percent guys if you want to support what we do one of the main ways to do that is just subscribe to our youtube channel yes. follow us on social media Make sure that you hit that subscribe button um, on YouTube. Make sure that you hit the bell so you can get those updates sent to you by email. Um, and just share the words, share the videos, and share the content in general. So we just want to thank you for stopping by the YouTube channel um, with Dream Young Media. And just have a great day.